8.33 nearly, and Cho Guk then, the new Justice Minister. What are we to make of that? Well, the papers have had plenty to say. We've had weeks of intensifying controversy, scrutiny, allegations around Cho's family members. And this is the man who's supposed to now lead prosecution reform, even as the prosecution's looking into allegations around his relatives. Just imagine that conflict of interest. Jamie Sung, good morning. Good morning, Alex. Let's begin with the Hangul Kilbo raising concerns, questions about the prosecution's intensive probe into Chogu's family. Yes, it pointed out within just four days since the launch of the investigation, including the weekend, the prosecution has conducted search and seizure operations in more than 30 places, with more than 70 people probing into the case, including the prosecutors working in all four of the Special Investigation Departments of Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office. The office then went on to indict Joe's wife during his confirmation hearing at around 11 p.m. Friday without even questioning her once, citing a seven-year statute of limitations for the charge over alleged document forgery was to expire. So while the Hangul Gilbo did say the prosecutor's office has the right to an independent investigation, it also rebuked them for such an unprecedented, extensive scale of probe. Yes, it said, granted, the prosecution's right to independent investigation should be respected, as promised by President Moon Jae-in himself, who asked the newly appointed prosecutor general for fair and strict investigation into those with power. However, whether the prosecution's launch of such a large-scale probe ahead of a nomination hearing at the parliament to vet a ministerial nominee falls in line with the principles of democracy is an entirely different issue to ponder. Like you said, the paper argued a probe of this scale and level has never been conducted into any corruption cases, even involving large conglomerates or other people in positions of power, let alone regarding allegations against the minister nominee. The paper said the prosecution should have given adequate consideration to the severe ramifications such an extensive probe into the nominee could have, not only on the hearing itself, but also on the public's opinion regarding the nominee. So what did the paper say the prosecution should do now? The Hangul urged the office to stop its abnormal practices and walk a straight line. It also called for fair investigations that comply with the law, as well as an immediate launch of a public investigation into the allegations surrounding some prosecutors divulging information obtained from its uh, search and seizure operations to the media. The Kyunghyang Shinman raised a couple of questions about the prosecution's actions too. What were they particularly? The first question was about the timing of the indictment. The prosecution indicted Joe's wife, Professor Jung Kyung Shim, Friday night, justifying it by saying that it was inevitable because the statute of limitations would have expired an hour later. But the document, which was allegedly forged, uh, which is an award certificate Joe's daughter received from the Dongyang University president for volunteering at the university's English tutoring center, was submitted as part of her application to the Busan University Graduate School of Medicine in June 2014. So the statute of limitations, which is seven years, running out for the document forgery charge would have made little difference to the sentence if she were to be found guilty of fraudulent use of private document, of which statute of limitations will not expire until June 2021. However, the prosecution still hurriedly indicted her Friday night without even an interview, just three days after it launched its probe, which no doubt would have influenced public opinion. So the paper said this indictment can only be seen as a highly political move, regardless of whether it was intended or not. 
Well, the second question didn't it have to do with the prosecution allegedly leaking information to the media. Yes, the paper found it curious that the news that must have come from the prosecution itself broke out after the ruling party criticized the prosecution for its power abuse. On Saturday, Korea's SBS News reported that the prosecution found a file of the Dongyang University president's seal stored on Professor Chung's work computer, which had been submitted to the prosecution earlier, so no one else but prosecutors would have known what was in it. The paper said the leakage of such confidential information regarding an investigation to the media raises questions about the prosecution's possible media campaign to frame the situation in its favor. The paper said Professor Chung said she received multiple files from the staff while she was performing the duties as the department head, including the head of the English Education Center of the university, so she presumes parts of the files were probably stored on her work computer. The paper said we don't know who's telling the truth yet, which made it all the more necessary to listen to the explanations from her and testimonies from other witnesses to carefully decide whether she should have been indicted or not. What was the Kyunghyang Shinman's final argument? After adding that we should also get to the bottom of how the documents that only the prosecutors would get a hold of were distributed at the Justice Minister's confirmation hearing and used in the attacks against him by opposition party lawmakers, the paper said the prosecution's probe into Joe has veered off the norm in almost every aspect, including its timing, scope, and means. It said the fact that the prosecution launched its investigation even before the political circles finished vetting the nominee shows that the prosecution took it upon itself to vet him instead. Uh, But when uh, people criticized the uh, the prosecution about that, the prosecution pushed back and said, you're interfering with investigation. So the paper asked at the end of its editorial, who then is keeping the prosecution's power in check? In contrast, the Chosen Elbow claimed prosecution reform would be complete if a president gives up the power to appoint the prosecutor general. Yes, it called the president's right to appoint the prosecutor general the biggest deep-rooted evil of the Korean society. It then argued the prosecution is only abiding by the president's request for strict and fair investigation into those in positions of power, but people are now accusing it of having turned political and fighting prosecution reform. The paper claimed those who are criticizing the prosecution now are the ones who are fighting reform. It also said reform can be successful only when there is cause, and the paper argued the one with the least cause in Korea right now would probably be Joguk. The paper said it's comical to say we cannot achieve prosecution reform without someone like him. Let's finish with the Sega Times, accusing the ruling party of trying to rattle the prosecution with double standards. Right. It referred to the presidential online petition site where more than 450,000 people as of this morning signed the petition to punish Prosecutor General Yoon Seok-yeol. According to the petition, Yoon leaked information obtained from the prosecution search and seizure operation to the Joseonilbo, which then reported it exclusively. The petition also cited that divulging information about an ongoing investigation is a serious crime in violation of Article 127 of the Criminal Act, Divulgence of Official Secrets. The paper also pointed out the ruling party's double standards of accusing the prosecution of violating the law if it probes into one of theirs, but lauds it as a hero if it probes into the opposite side. Well, Jamie Sung, with our spectrum today, thank you very much for being here. Thanks for having me.